Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, let's do it, 1034. We are on the road at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. We're going to be joined by Chris Doring, an all-time great from the University of Florida. A little bit later on, Clint Conk is out and about as well and uh, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, welcome. How are you? Happy Halloween, fellas. Good morning. Happy Halloween. Are you, uh, you dressing up as a grandfather tonight? Yeah, I... Uh... You know, Wes, I was listening earlier. We were in, in the North Texas here. Of course, two of our sons and, and their families live in uh, Frisco and McKinney. And then uh, we're down here now in South Texas in the Rio Grande Valley visiting uh, Chase, the athletic director here, and his his family. and going to spend some time down on the island, the South Padre Island. So uh, making the most of our trip to Texas. You know, when there's a threat of my Snickers bar melting on Halloween, you know you got it going on, Coach. That's the way to do it. Ain't gonna be a hit problem here. I woke up; it was thirty-six or something this morning. Ridiculous. Well, was, it, it, is un, it, it is unusually cold here. So, uh, but uh, this too shall pass. Yes, no doubt. You know, it's funny, Coach. It gets dark every night and it gets cold every winter, and yet we make a big deal about it anyway. Um, yeah, all right, well, let's. Get, yep. Get, get an extra hour of sleep next uh, this weekend, so that'll be what, good. What are the girls dressing up as? Do they do some kind of combination thing, or do they have an individual outfit going? No, it's all individual. You know, we've got twins. Chase and Lisa have twins and then a nine-year-old, 11-year-old twins and nine-year-old. But uh, they're all individually dressed this year. So, uh, anyway, it. uh, we did a little Halloween function with them earlier in the week. So, it's been a lot of fun. Good. All right, let's talk some football. Arkansas has had some time now to prepare for Florida, got a chance to rest up. And, obviously, it's a good time to make the transition to the new OC, Kenny Guyton. We talked a lot about this last week. Um, and you talked about how you got pressed into service as an OC at the last minute before, obviously a different situation for him. Um, and then we've talked about the approach, like what, what do you want to see done? And apparently they have pared things down, simplified it to some degree. What else do you think makes sense for Arkansas as they enter the swamp? Well, you, from Arkansas's perspective, you need to get good at, at uh, maybe your best three or four runs that you feel like you can block up all the different fronts. Um, blitz packages and those kind of things, and then simplify the passing game, which I'm sure they've done. Um, obviously, uh, with Jefferson, you, you want to continue to look at moving a launch point, uh, possibly getting him involved in more quarterback-related runs at the point in the year now where you got to put all hands on deck. Uh, you can't, you know, you don't want him getting hurt, but, you, you know, now we got to win some football games late this year, so... Um, all hands on deck from that regard. But just simplifying it, bringing some energy. You're going to get Sanders back this week. Um, the offensive line, they are who they are. How can we protect those guys? Remember I made the comment, you build a game plan from the inside out, not the outside in. It's what those five guys up front have the potential to be able to do with some help with the backs and the tight ends and those kind of things. But simplifying the game plan is a great start. 
uh, getting uh, proficient at the things that you feel like you can do well. And, look, I do think they're catching Florida at a good time. You know, I used to talk about the Alabama effect. Anybody that played Alabama or anybody that uh, plays the next week after playing Alabama, usually uh, they don't play well. Well, it's kind of the same thing with Georgia. Florida just had a very emotional game uh, down in Jacksonville against the number one team in the country. Uh, very physical, very emotional game. And uh, you have a, a tendency to have somewhat of a letdown uh, coming off a big game like this. But this is a huge game for Florida, too. Uh, they're sitting at 5-3. and three. Coach Napier um, comes with a little bit of pressure. They're, even though they're 5-3, you know, and three, their expectations are very high, particularly with the tradition at Florida. And uh, the rest of their schedule after Arkansas is Missouri, LSU, and Florida State. So um, you would think that um, they need to show up and play well. They're 4-0 at the Swamp. It'll be a tough get for Arkansas, but I do expect it to be a four-quarter game. I really do. Coach, what do you want to see from Arkansas that will maybe give you a hope that this is working? <clears throat> to be able, be able to run the football with some bit of consistency, cut out the pre-snap penalties, uh, and you're going into another raucous environment. I don't know how bad it'll be at 11 o'clock in the morning, but you're going into a tough environment. But, you know, just, just showing that we're a better coach football team, a little bit more efficient. We can move the ball uh, running it. We, we, we have a controlled passing game with the ability to maybe max protect and take some shots deep at least to, to scare some people and back them up a little bit. Um, but, but, you know, better third down. Uh, conversions, but that means you have to be better on first down. Uh, so, I mean, just a, a more efficient football team where the punter is not the most profiled guy on your team uh, or your kicker. And, um, you know, where they give themselves a chance to get in the red area, score some touchdowns. And you, to do that, you gotta you got to play clean. You can't turn the ball over, and you got to cut down on penalties, and particularly the pre-snap penalties because, you know, that gives the illusion that you're not very well coached and not very well disciplined. And I think they're well coached. They're just not very focused right now. And hopefully Coach Guyton can, can instill some of that in them uh, for this game. And they've had two weeks to prepare, so hopefully that'll be a positive. All right, let's move over to the Red Wolves. How about going down to Monroe and picking up a nice victory? Oh, huge win. Huge win for the Red Wolves. Uh, they're 4-4. Four four. They're two wins away from bowl eligibility. Um, they, they, uh, Jalen Rayner, the freshman, only completed, I think, 50% of his passes, but for 300 yards. And then an old head in the program, at least it seems like he's been there for a long time, Corey Rucker showed up big, six receptions for 160 yards. And then uh, Zach Wallace, uh, a local there from Benton, I believe. Is that right, Wes? Yes. Um, rushed uh, for 118 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, just a complete effort uh, by them down in Monroe. Uh, Monroe's not the strongest team in the conference, but anytime you can go on the road and get a conference win, um, uh, that, that's impressive. And for them now to be four and four, you know they're playing with a lot of confidence, and uh, and certainly they they understand very clearly they've got one of the top teams in the conference in Louisiana from Lafayette coming in, who had a big win down in South Alabama this week, and um, you know they're two wins away from being uh, bowl eligible and playing in the in the in a bowl game. Tough get this week, though. I mean, it's going to be, I think, they're nine or ten-point underdogs at home. Louisiana comes in with a really good football team, very balanced on offense and defense. 
Um, uh, they've got 26 sacks. I looked that up, 26 sacks. They've created eight interceptions. So uh, the Red Wolves will have to take last week's energy and effort. Hopefully there will be a big crowd uh, in Jonesboro this week to urge them on. And uh, they've got a chance to get their fifth win. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we were talking early before the season, our preseason show, you know, what would show improvement. I think it's very clear that they've improved as a program. And yeah. uh, Now, I will say this. They need to go get uh, 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 Jalen Rayner, an NIL deal, so they can keep him in Jonesboro because he's just a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hey, it looks like yeah. it looks like he could be the future there. No doubt. Hey, Coach, uh, Sunbelt sidebar, if I may. Uh, yeah. Troy and Coastal this weekend. What do you think? Boy, I like the way Troy's playing. I really do. They won on the road and beat Texas State, I believe, this week. Uh, they can run the football. They can control the clock. They're very good on third down. They're very physical on defense. I think that's a team in the conference that's gotten better and better and better. Um, now, of course, the McCall kid, uh, you know, I'm sure he's healthy and going to play, but, uh, um, you know, he's been there for six years. But I, I do like Troy. I, I think they're playing their okay. best football right now, and uh, I-, I like them. All right, uh, in Conway last weekend, Coach, Wes and I were both working on broadcasts. He was on uh, the stream on ESPN, and I was doing the radio. And, uh, well, we all watched it play out, and it's a familiar familiar story for them, trying to pull one out of the fire. And, unfortunately, this time they got burned after finding a way in three other games, uh, coming up short with a two-point conversion and losing to Tarleton State. But, Tarleton, listen, that's a, that's a good football team. They're number one in the UAC in defense. So, again, I'm not making excuses, but they're maybe a little better than people might have thought i know you had a lot of respect for them early in the season you had mentioned them as a team to watch out for yeah absolutely i've got a lot of respect for coach Whitten. of course uh, todd and i go way back we coached against each other when he was at uh, sam houston state and i've got uh, a couple of a couple of ex-colleagues of mine that are on his staff and uh, they felt pretty confident coming in uh, like like UCA. i'm sure they were both worried about the weather but um, you know, I made the comment about three weeks ago when you live on the edge you got to be careful because sometimes you may fall off the cliff and that's what happened. I mean, they've had three fourth quarter in a row come from behind wins, and, and they had an opportunity again this week, but just came up short. Told from very good football team. The thing that I noticed, though, first of all, Powell, I was texting both of you during the game. Was he injured or coach's decision yeah. or what happened? Yeah, he had an ankle, but we, we didn't know. They didn't let on until the game was over. I got you. I got you. Uh, not having him, you know, they, they, they look pretty pedestrian. Um, yeah. uh, offensively, uh, they just couldn't get into a rhythm. And uh, uh, and I will say this, another local product, well, played at UAPB last year, Kayvon Britton, the transfer from UAPB, mm. had 156 yards and a couple touchdowns for Tolton. Um, you know, the things that yeah. have hurt UCA, hurt them again. Uh, drop balls, big plays, you know, give a big plays defensively, some penalties. Uh, but I saw two very bright spots that are young players from southeast Arkansas. Kylan James is a stud, running mm. back, receiver, and uh, yeah. uh, Jonathan Owens, uh, two touchdown passes, young man from McGee. So uh, they got UNA this week on the road. Let's see how they uh, respond. They've got a win out uh, to have conference and playoff aspirations. And uh, uh, I look for them to bounce back. I think Coach Brown will have them ready. They'll get into a little bit more rhythm. I'm sure they're pretty ticked off, and, and, and hopefully they'll uh, get back on track this week. Yeah, uh, UAPB, unfortunately, Coach, more of the same. Got handled this last weekend. And uh, look, show some signs early in the season, but things are not going particularly well of late. 
Well, and, and again, I don't know their depth situation right now, but uh, again, Coach Hampton has taken this year to evaluate everything from coaching to players to every aspect of the program, trying to lay the foundation. Now, they do have a, a road trip to Prairie View this week, who's not had a stellar year. Uh, but it's tough to win football games when you're one for 11 on third down and only have about 200 yards of offense. So hopefully they can find some magic. Uh, and I don't know this. Have you ever seen the facilities down at Prairie View, at Prairie View Texas? They are Can't phenomenal for, for FCS. Okay. Look them up on the Internet. They are phenomenal. And uh, uh, I'm surprised Prairie View has not risen with those facilities that they brought on online a couple of years ago. But a great opportunity for UAPB. I think they match up okay in this game. Maybe they could steal one on the road. Uh, and the GAC coach? More the Harding same. Harding and everybody else. Yeah, Harding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Harding and everybody else. Uh, uh, I, I look for them to run the table. They're number four in the nation, I believe, uh, nationally ranked, so they should get a high seat. Um, the, 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 the fun thing about this week is OBU and Henderson play the Battle of the Ravine next weekend. They both need the whole serve so that they uh, stay focused. And OBU obviously has an opportunity to finish ten and one, and, and go to the national playoffs as well. But uh, uh, very uh, a shout out to Arkansas Tech, and they were dead in the water midseason, and they've won four of their last five games, and uh, they've got an opportunity to. Uh, now they've got Harding still on the schedule, but they've got an opportunity to maybe get their fifth win this week. And uh, Coach Ship's done a great job turning that around. Uh, I'm looking it up here. Poor Henderson State's got to go to Weatherford, Oklahoma. Uh, it's only 390 miles, just a just a hop, skip, and a jump across the great state of Oklahoma. Uh, and I'm sure the real wind quick, will be blowing. Yeah, I'm sure the real, wind will be blowing this out week. there. Yeah, some uh, high school games. games um, yeah, huge. Brian Conway, Hazen Carlisle locally, Little Rock Christian at Greenwood, something near to your heart. Yep. Robinson Pine Bluff, uh, Malvern and Arkadelphia West. I mean, some great rivalry games and great conference championship games. Okay, Coach, I misspoke. Um, sorry, Troy. Uh, Troy's hosting South Al this weekend, not Coastal. My bad. Uh, okay. Give me, give me your thoughts on that matchup. I, I need I need a winner this week. <laughs> I like Troy. I, I like Troy all the way around. I like Troy all the way around. I, I think they're playing okay. their best football. All right, they're minus six. I'm not going to yep, ask you whether I, like or not I should lay the points, but okay, he's in. <laughs> I love it. There you go. The Clint Conk official like part of the Oakland podcast this week. I love it. All right, Coach, <laughs> listen, en- enjoy Halloween with those grandkids and the fam and uh, appreciate you coming on and uh, enjoy your trip to Padre. Jeez, like yeah. a spring breaker. Hey. <laughs> Look at you. That's right. Hey, we're down here with all the snowbirders. You know, at my age, you kind of, you know, flock alike. Well, here we are. So, uh, but no, yep. we've enjoyed our trip. we still got some more time. I'll be calling in next week. But, hey, shout out okay. to Lance Gassaway, Farm Brothers, all the, uh, yep. all the people there. They've been great. We're going to get Lance on here in a, in a couple of weeks, so I need to – to set that up, uh, Oakland, Oakland, about a yeah, month. Buddy, we're about 40 so, uh, days away. It's crazy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll get him in the studio if that's all right with you guys. Sounds lovely. Love to have him anytime. All, all right, right, Coach, guys. enjoy Thanks. yourself. Happy Halloween. Hey, you too. Appreciate it. All right, take care. That's Clint Conk.